you don't, it didn't intend it. I'm not saying you had any malice, but me as a husband, when you say you didn't answer the question, that's a critique, isn't it? You're correcting me. That's as a, just a general statement out there. You told me I did something wrong. And that can be perceived as disrespectful. This is so nice that you did it right here in the middle of the pot. This isn't scripted, by the way, people. Okay, This is happening in real time. And my wife is looking at me like, I did something I'm, wrong? I'm kind of dumbfounded. Yeah, I did. What did I do wrong? Right? Yeah, yeah, I completely. But this is the nature of what happens between love and respect. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what love and respect really means in a marriage. Yeah, we're going to clear some things up here because people get that totally messed up. Yep. And we're going to bring clarity to confusion. Ready? Let's do it. Here we go. You ready for another one? Mm-hmm. You're eating apples. You're not ready for another one. Am too. You got your mouth full of food. Do People not. don't want to hear you smacking. Here it is. Okay. Stop it. This isn't creepy ASMR <laughs> stuff. That's gross. <laughs> okay. Here we go. You ready? True. What? You done? Yeah, I'm done now. Okay. Had to rinse it down. True or false? Wives treating their husbands with respect makes it more likely the husbands will show love for their wives. Here's the two buzzwords, love and respect. Mm -hmm. It is almost as popular as the five love languages. There's little buzzwords around certain things that get kind of stuck in the vocabulary or nomenclature of a certain topic. So, for instance, I could say Mars and Venus, Okay. Right. That comes from um, Gray. He wrote a book called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Venus. And it became kind of this trendy, popular approach to relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have five love languages from Chapman. And, and he kind of wrote that. And that's become a foundational understanding of, you know, how do you accept love? And now there's this other thing called love and respect. Hold on one second. I just want to look it up. It should be Emerson Egrich. He wrote this book, but not a lot of people actually understand the foundational or what it actually is saying or what it means. Right. Because they're talking about uh, women need to be loved and men need to be respected. Yes. But you hear this everywhere. Women want to be respected. So I think you have to understand what respect in this context yeah. means or even what the whole primary message of the book was right and, and i'll make a, a commentary here people can agree or disagree with this it's up to them um it's actually not a well-written book it i've read it and it is not one that grips you it's actually not that clear it can be kind of confusing i happen to also watch the dvd series of him teaching the principles and that was a lot better it was a lot better to kind of watch him. Was that with him and his wife or um, just him? I can't remember if it was him and his wife. I think it might have been the two of them. I think so. But if you have a chance to kind of watch some of these things, I would strongly recommend watching it and don't bother buying the book because it's not, again, that fantastic. And I don't think a lot of marriage helps actually comes from books, to be honest. I've written two of them. <laughs> 
So I'll, I get to, you know, <laughs> discount your own book, right? Talk about some of this. Well, my books are, can be read in under an hour. Um, they're kind of to the point and, you know, pretty simple, but I'm an author. I can say that I have authority because I am an author. I've written two books and I've got many, 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 many hours and I've read all the literature. Got it. Okay, so, I, I'm tracking. This is my commentary. But here's what it means. Here's the concepts that they were talking about in this book. Um, it starts with what is inherently easy or hardwired into the minds of a wife, a woman, a female, and what is hardwired into the minds of a husband, a male. You don't have to teach me how to demonstrate respect to other people. Most men have a hardwired understanding of how to be respectful, at least to other men. Now, mm-hmm. this is barring people who have personality disorders. These are barring people who um, struggle with some sort of other mental health issue. But in general, a relatively healthy man can have a hardwired understanding of what it means to be respectful. So for instance, an example is when two guys are hanging out and and one guy does something that is rude or offensive or something else like that, the other guy will probably just suck it up and take it. The other guy doesn't have to go, dude, you've hurt my feelings. You, you, you're being offensive to me right now. I don't like what you're doing. That doesn't feel respectful between two men. Right. And so men suck it up and just... Deal with it. Now, again, is that wise or unwise? I don't know, because usually it builds up until, you know, someone yells or throws a punch. Throws a punch. So, but the concept is, is men don't have to be taught how to respect. That's, that's easy. It's hardwired into our system. Knowing how to love you, how to demonstrate love, sacrificial love, how to be kind and understanding, how to be engaging emotionally and relationally with another human being, not just with another woman, um, but with your kids, with other men, with people in general, how to demonstrate love. We're not wired for that. We're not naturally bred for that. We have to learn how to, it's a learned skill. Right. That's why men Men appreciate respect. But women, on the other hand, guess what you guys have hardwired into your system? Love. You know how to nurture. You know how to be lovey, loving, kind. And again, this is shown through piles and piles and piles of research. You put put, um, two young kids in a room, a male and a female, and the female will, will be nurturing towards the toy truck and the kid will take the 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 baby doll and turn it into a weapon and start, you know, throwing right. it around. That's not, that's hardwired into our psyches of how to react to society and other things in general. So women don't have to be taught how to be loving. That's, that's right. You get that by default, but how to show respect in a way that a man can hear. You're not hardwired for that. You have to learn, learn that. how to do that, how to, um, appreciate that and and be able to demonstrate that to somebody else. So let me ask this question then, because something that, that was clicking through my mind is that as you were talking about how men know how to show respect to other men, yeah. I can hear voices popping up in my yeah. head of all the women talking about, well, men don't know how to show respect to women. You're right. And so is respect what they are really wanting? 
respecting boundaries or respecting, you know, when a woman says no or respecting yeah. a woman's body. Yeah. Um, is respect actually the the right word no. for that? No, it isn't. And but that's the word that gets used it all is. the time. It is. Respect has become a word of power. And that's not actually what's meant when we use love and respect terminology. Because if I am loving towards you, if I work really hard as a husband to learn how to be loving to you and to my children and to other people in the world, that means I am living sacrificially. Mm -hmm. Love is sacrificial. sacrificial. It yeah. is not selfish. It isn't boastful. It doesn't try to puff me up and make me look better. Real love is my ability to die to myself and say, I am going to let you know that I'm going to treat you with the value and the honor that you deserve, not because you've earned it, but because you're a human being who is in existence right now and you have inherent value. Right. And I'm going to communicate that to you in everything that I do. In the words that I say, in the tone that I have, in the ways that I approach you physically, in how we relate emotionally and relationally, I'm right. going to be loving towards you. That is true love. Yes. And that definition of love doesn't get used a lot. No. That, no, no. That's foreign to so many people. Sure. They just don't understand that. But they crave it. They desire it. And they know when they're experiencing it because it's so unconventional it's the it's the thing that just is not normal in the right. world right now so then uh, you just talked about the the way for a man to show love to a wife yeah. what would be the best way for a woman to show, to show respect, respect to a husband a yes that's a great question um my answer is a little counterintuitive as well here okay um I used to have a sign that hung in my office as the, the, the um, what's the sign say? The most, Min, the most, the most fragile thing on the planet is a male ego. Believe it or not, we as men, and I'm going to speak ubiquitously for all men on the planet here, because <laughs> I have the power and it's my podcast. So I can do what I want. <laughs> um, men are insecure. Men don't naturally like having our mistakes pointed out. We don't naturally like being put in a position of looking weak or immature or foolish or, or something like that. We want to be wanted. Right. There's this kind of uh, little boy inside of all of us that is afraid of getting in trouble, uh, afraid of looking bad, afraid of being rejected. And a lot of times when women approach men in an attempt to have a better relationship, the common sense, the common sense thing the wife will do is let me point out all the mistakes you've been making out of the goodness of my heart so that you are not aware of the things that you need to start changing. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to do that for you. Here's everything you've done wrong in the last 24 hours. And what you take as helpful or loving, believe it or not, is actually perceived as disrespectful. Because again, men aren't typically doing this with other men. We're not having genuine, authentic 
conversations, helping each other become better men. I, we'll, we'll BS with, with each other all the time and go, dude, you're lame. You suck. You, you know, and, and we'll criticize each other that way, but that's not, that's not authentic conversation. That's not genuine connection. That's just guys shooting the breeze and, right. and, and, and talking as men do. So when women are hurt or frustrated or disappointed, um, legitimately appropriately i'm not saying that this is illegitimate we do dumb things all the time men are can be hurtful husbands can just be stupid i have a long history of being a bad husband to you. um but what you do with that pain or that frustration and how you present that back to me is either perceived as respectful and appropriate or disrespectful and a lot of time women don't understand how communicating those those mistakes that we've made as men comes across as disrespectful. It comes across as critical, um, comes across as complaining, com- comes across as critique. And again, I know that you don't intend it that way, but it happens all the time. When you're correcting us all the time, that's a massive trigger. And that's one of the biggest ways to show disrespect to a man is to correct him all the time. Got it. So, but that didn't answer. Sure, it did. How to show respect to a husband? Oh, stop! Stop criticizing. Stop critiquing. There you go. Stop Sorry. Correcting every time You're... I say, just like you did right now. <laughs> That's so no, funny. You that... just did. You just told me I didn't answer the question. If I was insecure, if I was insecure, I could take that as, what do you mean? And I would get defensive. My survival brain would just kick right in. Yes, I did. I answered the question. That, What's your problem? Yes. And and that was your wife, your concrete wife who asked a question and you answered in the, the reverse of the question. But I want you to notice again that you don't, it didn't intend it. I'm not saying you had any malice, but me as a husband, when you say you didn't answer the question, that's a critique, isn't it? You're correcting me. That's just a general statement out there. You told me I did something wrong. And that can be perceived as disrespectful. This is so nice that you did it right here in the middle of the podcast. This isn't scripted, by the way, people. Okay, This is happening in real time. And my wife is looking at me like, I did something wrong? I'm kind of dumbfounded. Yeah, I did. What did I do wrong? Right? Yeah, yeah, completely. But this is the nature of what happens between love and respect. Okay, I get it. I'm I'm still a little dumbfounded, but talk it talk me through it really well, fast. Well, I'm just uh, so it doesn't matter the it doesn't matter the question or the or the intent behind the it, motivation behind it, or any of that. None of that matters. It's still disrespectful. Well, let me ask you: If I just tell you, you didn't answer the question, you did it wrong. I'm trying to help you point out what you've done that you okay, need to do better. But you you just said you did it wrong. That That's intention. I, I didn't say no, that. No, no, no. That's statement of fact. If I were to say that you did this wrong, objectively, that would trigger your defensive brain, wouldn't it? Well, sure. Yes. And that is what causes most problems in marriages is we're, we aren't aware that it doesn't matter our motivation. What you actually say and do communicates respect or communicates love. And that's why so many times 
couples get into arguments because the guy's going, I didn't intend to, to, to make you feel stupid, but if anybody listened to the words that he actually said, a thousand people of a thousand people would feel stupid because of the way he said it or what he said. But we judge our own behaviors based upon our internal motivations and we judge everyone else's behaviors based upon their actions. Their motivations don't matter. And so you just corrected me live on camera okay, here. Okay, I, I, will, I will agree that what I said sounded like a correction. Yes, and... And if I was insecure, if I didn't trust your intentions, and again, this is where we talk about the benefit of the doubt. You criticized me, but I know you, and I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt, so I'm not insecure. But that is a reserve tank. And after, to be honest, after having many criticisms over a two or three day period, that tank is now empty, and it doesn't take much for you to, to say a, little point of correction or criticism and when my tank is empty i don't respond well i respond right defensively this is true attackingly inappropriately i'm i i guess i'm really struggling to 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 move forward because yeah. because you jumped on my sentence very quickly yeah there was more to it okay and so i feel like uh, this, this hasn't happened in a long time no. where we actually do something no it hasn't in real time and and so I don't I don't want to I don't want to defend myself and discount what you felt or how how it came across to right. you appreciate that but I also feel like I feel like some of what you're saying is is not actually doesn't well i don't know how to word it well let's do this we'll use the same principle that we used early on in our podcast timeline here where i said something stupid and it required me to go back and listen to it to understand what happened in that moment right and so i'm going to invite you when we're done with this and I edit this podcast together, you can go back and listen to it. And then you and I can just have a conversation. We may or may not record it, but this is you and I working through our right. marriage live and in real time um, so that you can hear, you can hear what you said. Right. It, can, can I just, you can leave yeah. this in or take this out. Okay. Can I finish what my sentence sure. actually was? Sure, go ahead. You didn't answer the question of what to do and I don't remember after that because of, of I was going to say of the original question that I had asked. Okay. And Which I don't remember. So we'll have to go back and I'll have to listen to that original question as well. Right. You, so I, I'm just going to take five seconds to, sure. so that I can move on from okay. my own self. Um, it, you, you answered the question backwardsly. Okay. So instead of saying, here's what you can do. You gave the, here's what you shouldn't do. Okay. Don't do these things. And I was going to ask, well, you didn't, uh, what I was, what my, you didn't answer my question was going to be around. You answered what not to do, but not what to do. Yeah. So, and that makes perfect sense to me again, in your little concrete heart. Yes. And that's my concrete thinking. Yes. So anyway, yes. So let's do a so, quick timeout because I want to model healthy stuff. Yes. 
are you and I okay right now? Oh, absolutely. And I feel really bad that that what I said, you know, came across as criticism because yeah. that was not yeah. what I intended, but I could see how it could. I'm not upset with you. I, I really am not. No, but you're pointing out the things that I do wrong in front of the whole world and that doesn't feel real great. And I know you hate that. I, I know that you don't like that. And if you ask me, we will completely cut out the last 10 minutes of this conversation and nobody will ever know that it ever happened. And I will do that because I want to honor your feelings. But I think that you are kind enough and willing enough to say, we're going to publish this one the way it is, right? Yeah, of course. Because this is what happens between you and I. Sure. And we're not the only couples who stumble into these little misunderstandings or misattribution of motivation. Right. And I want people to recognize that we try to work through it here in the seven or eight minutes of this podcast, but we're coming back to, we want to get connected again. If you don't have the ability or knowledge of knowing how to get emotionally connected, your communication doesn't matter and your conflict resolution doesn't matter. I want to make sure that you understand that, that, I love you unconditionally, no matter what. Right. And that you and I were okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling like I'm defensive or I have to clarify anything. And I want you to feel heard and understood as well. Yeah. That's why I took five seconds because I wasn't going to be able to move forward if we didn't. Yeah. And I recognize that. And I recognize that. Thank you for your willingness to work through this live and on camera. Yeah. Or on audio. Because this is hard. Well, These yeah. These little misunderstandings happen. And, and here's the other thing. If if we, if we're talking about all of this stuff yeah. uh, over several hundred podcasts yeah. and, and talking like we have some expertise, a, expertise on this Authority. and, and we can't actually do it do it <laughs> yeah even if even if it, it's not easy to do on a podcast no, it's not and and still be open and genuine yeah and not try to hide it or flush it wash <laughs> make it well what's the word i'm looking for wash it down tone it down dilute it dilute it thank you yeah <laughs> She's flopping like a chicken again. <laughs> her arms are waving, trying to make the words come out of her mouth. If we can't be genuine when we're when when we honestly yeah. bump into something, and and really this wasn't that big of a no. thing because no. I don't think it really bothered you. I think it was just worked really well to yeah. prove Convenient. prove a point, or you know, um, then what's the point? Yeah. Why would we even be doing podcasts if we yeah. can't actually? be who we are and be genuine and work through stuff like that. Yeah. So practice what we preach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to be able to do that. That's yeah. important to us. It is. So don't, don't take it out. Yeah. Just leave it in there and okay. You know, this <laughs> hope people still like you. Yeah. Yeah. I think people like you. In fact, all the feedback we've gotten <laughs> is how much people like you. And it's not even like I'm on the podcast. Right. People just ignore me completely. So yeah, I'm but glad you, you got the good stuff. No, um, I've, I've got one or two good ideas, but you're the joy. You're, you're the joy and the light that I love being with. So, well, and apparently thanks. everyone else does. Yeah. If you're listening to this, dear listener, we're going to transition here really quick so it doesn't get too mushy here. Um, if you're listening to this and you're going, 
we want to know how they did that because that's again that's foreign to us we have no idea what just happened there but they still like each other and my husband or my wife that would have been a three-day fight right um we have some tools for you we, we would do. recommend starting with the relationship roadmap that will give you in one hour nine tools that will help you learn how to get emotionally connected first so that you can have good communication and good conflict resolution if you can't do those three things then you will not have a good marriage and so we show you exactly what to do and how to do those things go to securemarriage.com um, it's on the homepage. You'll find the relationship roadmap. You can go up to the top under online courses, click the relationship roadmap. We have other courses as well, but we recommend that's where people start. Yeah. Um, and you will get a huge bang for your buck and start to have a secure marriage. Yeah. Today. It'll be good. Yep. All right. That's the end of the commercial. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Alrighty. I almost said, I love you. <laughs> To the whole world, which I do. I really, really do. But I love you. Yes. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. All righty. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Did you hear that thunder? I did. I thought that was a truck rolling by. That's what I thought, too, because a truck rolled by. Um, Oh, it's raining. Yeah. I hope my flight doesn't get canceled. Oh, that would suck, wouldn't it? I hope I don't have to fly in that. Oh, that'd be Even worse.